The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I am Will Brinson. I am your host. And this is the recap of the first game of Week 10 of the 2022 NFL season featuring the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. Joining me, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. How are you tonight, gentlemen? Breach, I will say Brinson was uh, early tonight on Brinson time. He was only 30 seconds late, so I, that I'm very happy about. But I, I am pretty down my hallway to get here before you do. Hallway. <laughs> he lives in this 45-room mansion. But I cannot express to you enough how much I hated this football game. It was terrible. I, it, was, it angered me the level at which this game was played, everything about it. The only thing that saved it for me, Breach, was Marcus Mariota doing whatever that was that he did. That was so funny. I, I actually laughed out loud legitimately at that. Wilson, what, what is a bigger disaster, that game or what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter? That <laughs> That game. <laughs> I think it was that game. That's a great question, and I'm glad you asked it, but I think it was that game. I love you because I didn't do it. Um, by the way, the Mariota thing was insanely reminiscent of what Jameis Winston did in the college football. The first, I believe it was the first college football playoff game, uh, semifinal, when Florida State played Oregon and, and Marcus Mariota, when Jameis is like falling back and tries to like heave it up and fumbles, and, and they lost. Jameis just kept, catching strays in this podcast between you and Andy Dalton lover breach over there. Leave. Right. Let me ask you first, off the bat, <laughs> the Falcons are a win by the Falcons in Carolina, which was entirely viable. They were three point favorites. The Panthers are not a good football team. Would have meant that the Falcons were like in the playoff mix, whatever the in the hunt graphic is. They would have been, you know, like fighting with Tampa Bay to try to win the division. I'm not saying they're completely done, but. Is it Desmond Ritter time, Wilson, now that they are 0-4 against the spread in their last four games after starting 6-0 and and falling out of the playoff race? All right, Breach, see if you can, you can follow this and finish this thought. 
Gonna take us back here. Billy will have no idea what's going on here. No, 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 not, 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 not. Stop. Ritter time. Ritter time. Ritter time. Terrible MC Ritter. Was that? Was that a? I literally know MC Hammer though, so I just feel disrespected. Okay, okay. You can't. I mean, I guess you can know MC Hammer and not know um chris farley but like have you been around the world from one into the bay it's hammer go hammer stop hammer i can't wait till our first like hr meeting when i show up in hammer pants uh you've done that already so that would be i know but billy's never seen it so here's the thing with des ritter they're getting tight Uh, these days they should be during the draft process last year coming out of cincinnati there was some push that he might be a first round pick but the the issues he struggled with uh the only issue he struggled with was accuracy does that sound like someone that currently plays quarterback for the Falcons? And in fact, when I had to do the sort of the, the pre-draft HQ video on demand scouting report of Des Ritter, I compared him to Marcus Mariota, both physically uh, in terms of the way he played. Uh, they look uh, a lot alike in terms of standing them next to each other and, and their mannerisms on the field and what they do well and what they don't. And Des Ritter can run the ball. He's not quite as athletic uh, outside as, as um, Marcus is. But you, you do wonder after watching this game when Marcus Mariota has he's near the bottom of the league in attempts and completions and completion percentage. He's number seven in the league in rush yards among quarterbacks. And at some point, you wonder if Arthur Smith is going to flip the switch. And I think the reason he hadn't breached is because, as Brinson noted, they are in the thick of it in this terrible NFC. And now that you've lost to <laughs> this Panthers team somehow with – P.J. Walker trying to throw interceptions on literally every pass attempt. I wonder if Arthur Smith will now turn to Des Ritter because, you know, we're at the point in the conversation where I can't imagine Des Ritter is so bad that he minimizes your chance of winning by such a degree that he's not worth seeing what you have because you are you might have a, a pretty high pick if this thing goes south and you might want to be in the quarterback conversation, which is what we all say. One last thing I'll mention, Breach. According to Football Outsiders, the Falcons coming into this game, and it makes sense given their opponent, had the easiest schedule, 32nd, for the rest of the way out. And they had Carolina, Chicago, football team, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Baltimore, Arizona, Tampa Bay. One tough game, maybe one and a half if you think the Buccaneers are back. But now, given the way they played and losing in the fashion they lost and given the way that Marcus Mariota played, I'm all in for Des Ritter because why not? I don't know. Is there a defense for continue down this path as Marcus Mariota, given the way he played. Well, I'll just say real quick, there are a lot of people think of looking at the Falcons record. And I think because they didn't have any primetime games up to this point. So they're always in those regional windows where the only show to like 2% of the country. And people are wondering how the heck are they four and five? Is Mariota playing awesome? Is it because the run game so awesome? I'm going to tune in tonight to see if the Falcons are any good. Mm. And then you see this circus and what the heck's going on. <laughs> and maybe Marcus Mariota's wondering, hey, forget benching me. But how about we bench our head coach for making me throw the ball 30 times in a monsoon when we're a team that is the fourth best rushing team in the NFL? Why are you throwing it 30 times? You have the fourth best rushing attempt going against a team that Joe Mixon ran for 700 yards and one half against. Uh, so I thought that some of this was blamed on Arthur Smith. Marcus Mariota obviously did not look good at all. I don't think I would give the job to Desmond Ritter just yet. What are you holding out hope for? Just because. Here is my feeling is that despite being four and six, despite the fact that you are horrible, uh, (laughs) if the Buccaneers lose on Sunday in Germany, which is 
the Buccaneers lose in Germany totally possible you're still in first place so like well you can't bench your starting quarterback when you're in first place I well, think let me let me ask I, this I, 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 have a, I have a technical question that I asked in slack and I'm not sure anybody answered it did uh NFL been a reason for that but go ahead uh, yeah nobody was taught to me it's fine um did they add average yards per rush to the that wasn't on there before right am I crazy I didn't. I didn't even see it. Well, um, so for, my point being is like you, you look at this and Marcus Mariota, like the the Panthers' rushing attempts and the Panthers' rushing yards should be what the Falcons did. Like the right. Falcons should have leaned on Cordero Patterson and Tyler Algier and used Marcus Mariota to read option stuff and just gotten downhill in the Panthers, forced PJ Walker to throw a lot in a ton of rain with a questionable passing core turned him over, and won the game handily and been right there in the playoff mix. The problem I, isn't with the, your offensive philosophy. Breach agrees with you on that because that, he mentioned that as well. The problem defensively is that P.J. Walker threw the ball at least three times straight into Falcons defenders' hands, and they spiked it like they were playing volleyball. I mean, he tried to throw the game away with a pick six at the end, and the defender was just like, no, no, I don't. I want to give the ball no, to Mark. Yeah, that's but we're true. talking about, you know, P.J. Walker's impact on the game. So to follow up on Breach's line of thinking there, and Brinson, you can certainly answer this. At what point do you say mediocrity isn't good enough? Because last year, this Falcon team won seven games, incredibly mediocre. We talk about it all the time, the point differential. This year, okay, you keep sort of pushing Mariota out there to hand the ball off. Don't you want to see what Des Ritter has? Or are you like, ah, let's just win eight but games? But aren't you seeing that in practice? I feel like if mm, Arthur maybe. Smith really felt like Desmond Ritter, because you're in, again, you're in the playoff race as bad as you are. And if you just you said really, Arthur Smith's a bad coach, though. If you really felt that Desmond are, Ritter. Arthur Smith is a good coach. Yeah, I, good said, coach. I said tonight. He had, a bad, he had a bad game plan tonight. Yeah, it's like not, you're not throwing the ball 30 times. You don't have Marcus Mariota yeah. have a second highest pass total of the season I, yes, when it's raining and you're going against the defense that can't stop the run. I almost feel like Arthur Smith was like, because this is this is where I mean this is where my brain was going. He's like, all right, there's a ton of rain. It's gonna be tough to throw potentially to, if wind picks up. I mean, there, there's a tropical storm rolling down the, the east coast. Um, it's gonna hit you know the rest of the south tomorrow and, and through the weekend. I think he was like, they think we're gonna come out just trying to run the ball aggressively. Let's come out trying to pass because that's it, it was like almost a mistaken attempt at 4D chess. So let me ask you this to, to follow. I get what you're saying, but to follow up on Breach's point, and it's a fair point. Arthur Smith sees these guys at practice every day. Maybe Des Ritter's been short up and passes all over the place, like he did at the Senior Bowl and like he did sometimes in Cincinnati last year. What does Marcus Mariota have to do in order for Des Ritter to get a shot? If this man threw a pass on his back 40 yards down the field, that should have been intercepted. Well, I mean, he, he was just he was down when he threw it. He shouldn't have thrown it. But that wasn't I mean, the only bad pass. He made a ton of terrible decisions on Thursday night. Mariota has a couple of real, real stinkers. Um, they won when he went seven and nineteen. Okay, just can you answer the question though? Like, what what does Mar like? How bad does he have to play? Because this was this was bottom of the barrel. Some pretty terrible quarterback. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I I think it. I mean, I think it probably boils down to the Falcons are now four and six. Right, mm -hmm. they're not. I mean, again, as as Breach points out, if Tampa Bay loses to Seattle as a three or two and a half point favorite in Germany on Sunday, yeah, they're still they still have to play eight more games, and they just got helmet out of the picture. We get still, you, the Falcons still, just, 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 
The point being is, like, you know, I'm saying like they're still in the hunt, and I think the way that Arthur Smith is designing the approach is sort of, sort of like 2011, 2010 Seahawks, where we want we want a guy who. And I know your counterpoint is going to be he was on his back and tried to throw the ball 40 yards. Okay, like, before you go on, do you have faith that that can happen eight, eight games remaining? I, I think that putting Desmond Ritter in now, based on the decision-making process from Arthur Smith and that coaching staff, they don't believe that Desmond Ritter can come in and not make more mistakes than Marcus Mariota. I mean, that's fair. You won't get any pushback from me on that. It's just like this was such – this was so silly in terms of the way he played. But to Breach's point, there's a reason you don't throw the ball 30 times a game with Marcus Mariota, and this is why you, you sort of have that balance that leans more towards I mean, the running game. Here's no what I think more than eight carries is that the Falcons have a bye in week 14. I think if you're Arthur Smith, you reassess right then. If you're still in the playoff race, you write out Marcus Mario for the rest yeah. of the season and say Desmond Ritter starts next year. If you're not in the playoff race, you let Desmond Ritter have the final four games, and that's it. I also think too, like sometimes with these um, bigger name quarterbacks, like Desmond Ritter went to the playoff, right? At one point, yeah, yeah, he was in yeah the, the football playoff. playoff yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's a big deal for a group of five team. They got they, they got smoked by Alabama. Yeah, I think Alabama beat the, beat the pants off of them. We don't have to like about my point being is that he was drafted in the third round. I right, he's the second quarterback taken. Right, but like Malik Willis and Ritter, when you're the top level quarterbacks, we make a bigger deal out of them being taken, but. Being going to the third round does not make you somebody who's supposed to come in and save a franchise. You are. You My are point real. is that he doesn't have to save the franchise, but if you they're not, you have, and maybe to Breach's point, they see him in practice, so they're fine with drafting a quarterback next year anyway. So maybe that's the the takeaway. Fair enough. Well, they're still behind the Panthers in terms of the quarterback hierarchy. I think this. No, fair enough. I think the Falcons are done. Like if you can't win this game, and if we're being honest, and Breach, I'm sure you would agree, given your love of kickers. Uh, the pa- the, the Patriots. The, the Panthers should be two and zero against the Falcons this year. Absolutely. Yeah, no. You can even make the you can make the case the Panthers should be the, the game. The, the first game went with overtime because they threw a hail mary against the hey, Falcons. Hey, you can hey, argue John, that that passion. John, John, we don't look backwards. We look forwards. Well, like, Wilson brought hypothetical it up. pathway. Wilson brought it up. Hypothetical. Is there a path to the Panthers to get to the playoffs? Ooh. I think that's the question. Ten days from now, they play the Ravens. Do you know who's not going to make a mistake and try to throw the ball too much against the Carolina Panthers rush team? Probably the Ravens. I so, think I'll just say quickly, according to football outsiders, I mentioned the Falcons 32nd, the easy schedule going forward, the Carolina Panthers schedule going forward, 10th hardest. So it's a little more difficult. The Panthers Panthers. Yep. 10th. Hardest. Oh yeah. So they have the Ravens at home. Wait, wait, 10th hardest. And from one being the hardest, won't let you have a scheduling thing. It's one being the hardest. Five of the remaining seven games are against teams that are under 500 right now, including the Lions, the Broncos, and the Saints. Uh, You throw the Steelers in there. Let's throw the Steelers in there. And then the other one is the Buccaneers, which I'll give that as a difficult game for Carolina. But I don't, I wouldn't, there's no way this is the 10th hardest schedule. I would say the Panthers. Okay. All right. right, Let's. Just continue your thought, and I'll look it up. How about okay, that? Let's let's assume that the – I think for the sake of this argument that either the Falcons or Panthers could make the playoffs, we need to assume the Buccaneers lose to the Seahawks, right? <laughs> yes. Because if, if the Buccaneers would be 5-5 five and five if they win. Which, again, we've already said is not a crazy assumption. No, it's not crazy. I, I'm just saying, let's say the Buccaneers are 4-6. and six. If the Buccaneers are 4-6 and six through 10 weeks of the season – what is the winning record of the NFC South champion? Oh my God, it's going to be like. It's 8 9. It's going to be 8 9. 
So eight and nine, you feel like you might win the division. Which is why I thought nine and eight, you feel like you're like, like no, you're winning, the, you're winning the Super Bowl if you go nine and eight. I mean, okay. you're, you're on a roll. So the Carolina Panthers currently wait, wait, wait. It, I seven and ten. All right, okay. All right, seven and ten, not, not six and eleven, probably dead. No, yeah, no, yeah. No. I think nobody's getting at six and eleven. I think right, seven I'm just saying, like, like seven and ten, you have a. You tell uh, play the the dumb and dumber clip, Billy. See if he's awake. He's asleep at the wheel. He's asleep mm-hmm. at the wheel. He's going full deep. He's, he's fell asleep watching the game. Good for him. Oh my God, bring Debo. So you're telling me there's a chance. So the the Panthers at three and seven need to win at least four games to have a miracle, a hail mary prayer of going to, to winning the division. They are at I the think, Ravens. I think if they get to seven wins, the hail mary is at the one yard line. I think you have to get to eight. Probably. I'm it's just a DJ Moore Hail Mary where somebody takes their helmet off. Right. Didn't Ron Rivera win a division like with seven and ten? I can't. I mean, seven, seven, one? seven eight and one, the Panthers, the Seahawks won it at seven and nine. Seven ones has won a division before. Right. So let, let's just say seven is a game really, over. really outside shot. Eight is definitely live and nine, you feel pretty good. I, I don't. The Panthers nine is have, winning it hands down. 99. I mean, the, you know, the. I'm just saying the Panthers have seven games left. I want to walk through the oh, insane go. playoff probability. Let's go. There's a path situation for the Panthers. What do you got? They're at the Ravens in 10 days. Okay, that's one L. I agree. A week after that, they ha- host Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Now, Russ is very good in, in the West Coast, or the East Coast, excuse me, but that's winnable. Yeah, I don't I mean, think we can look in the past of any Russ stuff to to project games this year. So what, what at, do you say? Hold on. What does Breach say about that? that- Broncos game. Bro. I think give them the win. At home. I, think, I think they can win it. Okay, fair enough. All right, go ahead. I'm just keeping tally here. At the Seahawks against. Oh come on, stop it. Number Eugene. one MVP candidate Eugene, Eugene Smith. You got it. You got it. Steelers at home. They um yeah. Let's I mean, win. let's be real. We can win that game. Right, let's so be fun here. Give a win. Lions yeah. at home. Yeah. Win. Oh, oh no. By the way, the Lions haven't won on the road since 2021. I think the Lions is a win. Yeah, on sure. Christmas Eve, and so nobody wants to be playing on Christmas Eve. The Lions have to they have to travel. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of a vacation if you live in Detroit. Brinson Duncan on Detroit. No, at Buccaneers on January first. I don't think they can win. Loss. You guys have been pumping up Tom Brady like he's two thousand seven. So we're at three 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 at what? the Saints. Well, Breach, can they beat Andy Dalton on the road? What time's the game, Brinson? TBD. Oh, that! Oh my God, that can be flexed into Sunday Night Football. It's not. What if that's for the division title? <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's insane that they can win. What do they need to win? It's not crazy they could win four of those. Games. Well, hold on. They already played the Saints this season and won. So let's not. They already played the Bucks and won. Right. So they could win both. Of them. They could <laughs> win four or five of these games. Like it's, I mean, like they're not going to. Don't get me wrong. I, everyone, I would encourage everyone to put as much as they're able, capable of losing on the Ravens, no matter what the spread is in 10 days. They're so here, here's the thing. Have you guys Ravens. looked at the division odds? No. I don't look, I, I have them. Don't look them up. I want you to guess. So okay. right. coming into the nice game. What a, what a flip this is. Yeah, no, I, I had to do HQ. That's, <laughs> that's why. Tampa Bay. So coming into the nice game, before tonight's result, okay. Tampa Bay, what do you think their odds were? I think I know what they were coming in. I think it was minus 220. You got it, minus 220. And, and Falcons were plus 320? Yeah, you saw You're looking at these right now. Oh, I, knew, like, I knew it coming in. I haven't looked at it 
See, Breach, this is the difference. You're honest about what the, the things you're you're telling people and not just acting like you clairvoyant. Uh, all right, the Saints are next. What do you think the Saints division odds were? Coming in? Coming into tonight's game. Um, Six to one, and the Panthers were 60 to one. Oh, yeah, you knew this. You did the, the I, pick I, show I today. About, yeah, I talked about like Wait, the one. Panthers are plus 6,000? So, 60 to one coming into this game. I mentioned this because, to Brent's point, if you can scrub together a couple nickels and you're buying what he's selling on this the schedule talk, uh, you might be able to buy the $8 you'll need to, to keep things going on that app there. Mm. Obviously, the odds are not up yet on the, the NFC South. I mean, the How Panthers far would that come down? The playoffs. They're probably going to win. And two let me just say, ever, you know, the Buccaneers seem like the obvious favorite, but they obviously play the Seahawks Sunday in Germany. They I don't think they're the, the obvious favorite. Go ahead. I, no, uh, the odds makers are saying that mm. they're minus two twenty, yeah. so that would make them the obvious favorite. Right. Sorry. So they're playing ob- the Seahawks on Sunday morning. They still have to play the Bengals. They still have to play the 49ers. So it feels like they have more difficult games left. Not the most difficult schedule. But they have more difficult games than the Panthers. Or refresh my memory, Breach. Wasn't you and Wilbur telling me that Tom Brady's back after beating a dog crap Rams team that has two and a half players? Yeah, I said Tampa Bay would probably win the division. That doesn't mean Tom Brady's back. I don't think I said that. You guys, I'll, are I'll tell you what, he could get hot in the playoffs. Tell you what. Let's, talk, Let's talk take a break, break. Okay. and when we come back, Clinton said that. Okay, but we'll discuss whether or not the Falcons still have a chance at making the playoffs next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, again, we don't have division odds that are updated. It'll probably happen in like the next hour or so. Um, I mean, I, I think Tampa's a runaway winner here okay. until they lose on Sunday morning. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, this division is terrible. It's and I, it's, I want 6, 10, and 1. Can we get six, yeah, I'd be fine one? with that. That'd be so great. I mean, Do you know how many hot could... be from like old people who are like, Wait, time to do away with the playoff system and get rid of the division winner, have a host of the team. Yeah, I don't know where people would go to yell about things. That'd be like the old school, like uh just yell uh, at the clouds. The like phone hotline, man. the party line. Google reader. Google reader. Yeah, I don't know. The Falcons, I wish they'd won this freaking game because as I mentioned, their schedule is incredibly easy going out. Uh Chicago football team, Pittsburgh by New Orleans, Baltimore. Arizona, Tampa Bay, but as you guys are noting, they've already, uh, the Panthers have already beaten Tampa Bay. They've already beaten New Orleans. They should have beaten the Falcons twice. Carolina could be a better football team. Like Arizona, uh, excuse me, Atlanta stinks. And the whole division stinks. I will say this though. And just like last year, Atlanta somehow 
continues to exceed expectations. But most of us thought, what was their over win total coming into the year, Brent? So was it? It wasn't even five, was it? Uh, Atlanta was five and a half. I think Bears and Atlanta were. I think the Texans were four and a half, and Bears and Atlanta were five and a half. So Bears, I think, are a better football team than that with personnel. The, the Falcons are not, but they're finding ways to win games. Yeah, make it that what you will in terms of long term success. But oh, it's- Dante Foreman. By the way, um, notable that Dante Foreman, and I don't want to lean on a revenge game angle here, but we're seeing this. Did you did you hear what they said on the broadcast? Um, last year before he was picked up by the Titans, he was cut by the Falcons in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And he was going to go focus on his trucking company. And then ended up coming back to the Titans. Henry gets hurt and he goes bananas, gets picked up by the Panthers this year. The trader free, free agent signing and has uh 248 yards, four rushing touchdowns on 57 carries against Atlanta in two games a season. I, I don't know what to tell you. Revenge games are real guys. Rage. Do you think revenge games are real? Yes, to an extent. Do you think this is a, a revenge game for Devontae Foreman, who spent yeah, 20, like 20, pro- 24 hours in Atlanta? There's like two. Of them. I feel like he probably wanted to go out there and make a point and say, You guys have a uh, running back by committee, and I couldn't make it. How about I run for 130 yards on you and then have the last laugh? And then everybody gets to see you lose on national television. You can't even tackle me. But doesn't that say that he just can't get motivated for games like last week against the Bengals when he ran for. Well, it's it's hard to run the football when you're down 35 nothing in the first quarter. So, so the Falcons rest of the season. be easier. Ten days from now, they have the Bears at home. At the Commanders. Steelers at home. At the Saints. At the Ravens. Cardinals at home. Yeah, that's kind of easy. So is tonight's game. They could have they could have won eight games if they won tonight's game. Like you could you could find a way to that. No, no, it's a really it's a really bad loss. They're not winning any games. No, they're done. They're they're done. They're not going to the playoffs. I would take I would bet on the Panthers before. Oh, sorry, uh, they have the Bucks too in uh, Week 18. You would bet on the Panthers before the Falcons now. Did you see the game Thursday night breach? Yeah, it was the Falcons' worst game of the season by far. And they should have lost ten days ago to the same team. Oh my god, they should have beat the yeah, but then they should have beat the Chargers when they recovered a fumble and fumbled the fumble recovery. Oh my god, scroll up. And they should not have lost to the Panthers ten days ago. Scroll up. How many wins should they have in a row? Do they lose before the Panthers? Okay. They lost the Bengals badly. Oh, my God. They really should. They yeah, really they're should not have, making the playoffs. They should have six wins right now. They blew a 26-10 to 10 lead in week oh. one. Lost by four to the Rams. Uh, lost. Didn't get the ball back against the Buccaneers because of the phantom roughing the passer. And that was a six-point win. And then the Chargers game, they fumbled away the fumble recovery that would have kept the Chargers. Okay. Game right. That's my favorite right. sentence. I mean, just, to like, just to spin this a little bit, like, Shouldn't we give the Falcons credit for doing what they're doing with what they have versus? I just did Griffin? that. That's exactly what I was doing. Wasn't I? When I said that when I talked about the win totals and I said they I they feel like anything you're saying is optimistic or nice at the moment. No. Yeah, what I was mean? overly optimistic. I'm I'm not saying the Falcons are good. I'm just saying this division is horrible and I am not counting any team out. I mean, they lost to the I mean, man. I just cannot get out of my head the vision of Marcus Mario. Marriott on his back, trying to hit the the scoreboard with the pass. Doing a slant throw. And you already know you're down. You're lobbing the ball up in the air. Like, what but if they here's the thing. Like, if he was like seven years old and he did that, you're like, okay, whatever. He's trying to make a play. Like, what is the explanation for a man in his late twenties, early thirties breach for making that throw? Because that feels like something that you would do when you played Division three football and was the best player on the field as the punter. 
I did that once in a basketball game. (laughs) It is something I would do. And it is. There is no reason to throw that ball at all, like whatsoever. Even if he knew he was down, it just makes you – it just makes the whole thing look like a circus. You get laughed at the field. Unless he did it because he wanted to trend on Twitter and he had some crazy bet going, uh, hey, guys, I bet I can get – trying on Twitter tonight, but there's otherwise there is no reason to make a throw that stupid. Like if he made right. that throw and then you cut to Ken Dorsey acting the way he acted, you'd be like, yeah, a hundred percent. That's exactly how the offensive coordinator should respond to that pass from a veteran quarterback. Wilson, I have a question for you. Proceed. In 2021 on April 29th of 2021, the Atlanta Falcons used the fourth overall pick on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he has made the pro bowl. He had a historic rookie season. And yet, despite having this like f- kind of wide receiver, kind of tight end, insanely athletic. He's Darren Waller. Right. He's a more athletic Darren Waller. I mean, yeah. On a close. rookie contract. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Okay. So, like. You guys. Look, I think Arthur Smith is doing a good job as well. But those are some hard questions to, to find answers for. Like you have Drake London, who actually uh, got the ball rolling on the uh, turnover that ended up being another turnover that cost him the game last week. Good player. I, I think Drake London's a good player. Absolutely a great player. I had a scout tell me last year before the draft, he 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 wrote him up as Devontae Adams, and I think he has a chance to be that player. Not on this team because the quarterback situation is, is in a dire situation in, in terms of passing the ball. But you have him. You have Kyle Pitts. And presumably, Breach, you draft those players because you plan on throwing the football. And you knew that Marcus Mariota was going to be the guy you targeted. They they weren't in the Deshaun sweepstakes, were they? Were they in the sweepstakes for any quarterbacks? We don't. Yes. I can't the Falcons, the Saints, and the Browns. And okay. The so I knowing that, I will give them a pass because I think they thought Atlanta, that's where Deshaun's from. That's right. I forgot all that stuff. So we will okay. he'll come home. You're, you're you're deep into draft season. Did he was that one of the teams that he said I'll get back to you? Or he he cut them out early. I, he was I think he was in the end, he was probably leveraging Atlanta to yeah. get a better deal from. So maybe they Jim they Haslam. said, you know what, we're we're gonna put these players around you, and they probably had a plan last year, knowing that they were gonna move over Matt Ryan. And I don't no know no just... no. The Falcons were so into Deshaun Watson, that's why Matt Ryan wanted out. The, the, Desha- yes. ever Deshaun Watson was going to the Falcons until the Browns came out of nowhere. Correct. Oh, okay, okay. So right. So I, I do think. Well, I mean, because but he only because it was like the last option. But he had the hometown. They had the hometown angle, and I'm sure there are other sort of things. But just let, let, let me play this out. So let's just assume that last year they knew like we're done with Matt Ryan, even before, and they probably had some they idea. Were, they were not done. They were going to have Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan currently has the largest dead cap hit in NFL history, right? It's he okay. Well, let, let's just cap assume dead cap uh, record. Let's just assume it was going to be Matt Ryan or Deshaun Watson. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That that's a fair assumption. Okay. You're you're uh, you're killing me with all these no's here. <laughs> so let's assume that. <laughs> just just roll with it. it might, I'm trying to get through the math here. So yeah, it makes sense to get Kyle Kyle Pitts because he fits Matt no, Ryan. No, they drafted Pitts before the Watson stuff happened. Absolutely, Matt. It's Matt Ryan or Deshaun Watson. So you have Kyle Pitts for Matt Ryan or Deshaun Watson. Knowing that you're moving on from Matt Ryan for Deshaun Watson, Drake London makes sense. Now, That's when the consolation about. prize is a guy with no arms playing quarterback called Mar- Marcus Mariota, that complicates things for Drake London and um, Kyle Pitts. So I, I get that. So I understand why they're being underutilized once you sort of do the, the back math 
uh, once you check your work breach. But um, it doesn't make Kyle Pitts and or Drake London feel any better. Uh, and I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm wrong with the like he wasn't. It was it was it was down to the Falcons and because Miami was out, and he 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 exed the Panthers, right? We we found out that. Rehashing Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to the Panthers. So it was basically down to the Falcons and Yeah, yeah. None of that. I mean, the details don't aren't necessarily important. It's just I'm just trying to get the math on the on the why it's not working for Kyle Pitts and Drake London. And I think that's why. They it was Matt Ryan or Deshaun Watson. And Matt Ryan said peace out. And Deshaun Watson said peace out after <laughs> afterwards, and they were stuck with Marcus Mariota. Okay. I I don't know the answer to this at all, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna read names. You tell me. Stop me when there's somebody in it could be the first name, it could be the fifth name, it could be the seventh name. Stop me when there's a name that you would not like like Jamar Chase. What what's what are we doing? Chase or Kyle Pitts. Trade for Kyle Pitts, are we saying? Or would you rather have Chase or Kyle Pitts? Oh, that's Chase. yeah, come on. Okay, Chase, Jalen Waddle or Kyle Pitts. On the Falcons, is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Waddle. Panay Sewell or Kyle Pitts. Panay Sewell, because, I mean, the poor Marcus Mariota is running for his life. J.C. Horde or Kyle Pitts? Well, I'm going Kyle Pitts. Okay. Um, Secondary is pretty horrible. Yeah, but you got to, I mean, well, you got to score points, but maybe maybe Kyle Pitts should play cornerback. I mean, maybe that's the solution there, two-way player. All right, we already talked about Dante Foreman being a stud. Um, I I will say quickly about Dante Foreman, because you like it when I add stuff to when I'm trying to lengthen the podcast. I have one more question anyway. He he was in breach. You watched a lot more Titans than I did, but he was unstoppable last year when Derrick Henry wasn't playing. And it was curious to me why he wasn't being utilized more, not necessarily by Tennessee because they have Derrick Henry when he's healthy, but why he was not a hotter commodity. And I'm not saying you have to sign him to a five-year deal, but that was weird to me. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't have uh, more teams interested during free agency. He tore it up. I mean, you talk about, we, we always talk about how good of a coach Rabel is, but the fact that that team was able to keep the number one seed and finish as the number one seed in the AFC last season, even though they didn't have their best p- offensive player out there uh, for almost half the season, and Dante Foreman was a huge part of that. So it was surprising that he didn't get more love during free agency, but the Panthers uh, got a steal. Okay, finally, Wilson. $2 million, that's how much you Actually, this is a breach question. Yeah, breach, 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 breach Thursday Night Football. Why is Thursday night football? I mean, if you're if if you pay eighty seven million dollars per game for these games, I'd be so mad. It's so mad. I would. I, mean, be, I would be it's curious. a long term play. I get it. It's like a ten year deal. It'll be fine. They gave him a good schedule. The games just haven't worked. Like Russell, yeah, but Al Russell, Michaels ain't gonna be calling. Ryan. Michaels ain't gonna be calling games in ten years. He has every right to be pit, except when he cashes checks. He's probably fine. <laughs> Maybe he feels better about that. Well, he got the over forty two and a half. Didn't did he get the over forty two? Go under. Oh, he got the other. Didn't get the other. I mean, you kind of have exactly what you would. These teams have four days off, and we had a giant rut. We had the 12 9 game, the 12 7 game. I feel like there's been a good game every two weeks. It, the, 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 the NFL's biggest problem is that anytime people watch an island game, it's, it's criticized because it's not seven hours of uninterrupted highlights, which is what Red Zone is. And that's really the biggest problem that, Sitting down and watching a four-hour football game is something that a lot of people don't do anymore. Well, well, and if it's boring or not exciting, everyone complains about it on Twitter, and that kind of exacerbates the situation. But guess what? Twitter might not exist anymore, so no one will complain about long. it. And everyone will love Thursday Night Football. So Elon, Mu- so Elon Musk can fix 
Thursday Night Football by destroying Twitter, and then no one can complain. What is happening here? I think Breach is right, though. So I will say NFL football games. Riley Wilson. Would Jeff Saturday have won this game if he was coaching the Falcons? <laughs> Brent just cut me off to get out of here. <laughs> we hit all the points on the on the rundown. Uh, there's, a, there's a Jeff Saturday question I had to ask. That's why I said we just hit all the points on the rundown. Uh, no, he wouldn't have won this game. Uh, maybe if he played offensive line for the Falcons, they would have won. Um, but to follow up Breach's point quickly, I will just say that I think these island games, as you call them, Brinson, it needs to be Bills Chiefs every time. And when it's this pile of dookie, that's when people get angry. Well, but I mean, it, it, it's just you can't guarantee that a game, no. even like even when you when you schedule in April, you're like, oh, Russell Wilson of the Broncos, Matt Ryan of the Colts, two of like the up and coming teams that everybody's in love with. You still can't guarantee it's gonna be a good game. Mm-mm. This was not that football is weird, but I, I love, love it. I love football. <laughs> Wait till March when you're like, God, I would kill for the Falcons. The second Falcons-Panthers game on Thursday night in a rainy Charlotte. No, we'll be knees deep in draft coverage. You'll be happy talking about. Follow him at Ryan Wilson CBS on Twitter. Hurry up. He's not very I don't cover the draft, I will be re-watching this game in March to see if there's anything I missed. By the way, Ryan Wilson not verified until today when he paid $8 to Elon Musk. (laughs) I I hit the wrong button. I paid $80. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a a purple check mark. Actually, that would be kind of smart to do super verified. Uh, yeah. Super verified is when you have the, the word official written underneath your account. Yeah, that's right. Looking forward to that. I, yeah, it's, anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach, for Wilson, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later.